Alright, hey dude, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Depth Diaries podcast. I am your host, Jesse Wallacher, with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and oh so much more. I am here to help the overworked and health-focused women ready and needing a change. So if you are looking for that, you are doing absolutely more than anything else possible, I am here for you. So uh, just because I've been watching it a lot and I don't want to fall into it, this is not a multi-level marketing or pyramid scheme. I am just sharing products and services that I desperately needed years ago and could not find, so I created it myself through trial and error, and I'm ready to help you navigate all of those ups and downs in a much easier light. So something that could take you years on your own, which you will get through, um, can be fast-tracked and done a lot sooner with help and support in whatever way uh, you are looking for. So take your time. Feel free to join me, uh, listen in on podcasts that you need, or read my content before you decide exactly what it is that would work best for you as far as my products go. So uh, tune in because today we are talking about three ways to help you not give up. So here's, <laughs> this might be a little bit of a strange thing, but it's something I've been playing with more and more lately um, because sometimes we just don't want to do it anymore. And in the sense of, especially for those of you that, sorry, I'm getting all the hiccups possible right now. Um, especially for those of you that tend to do more than normal and your normal scale is just extreme and then you feel guilty about it where you can't take time off to yourself. You feel really guilty. You feel like you're drowning. You just want to give up everything and would rather just live isolated and not live out your dreams because it's not worth it anymore. Um, I want to help you with that because I literally thought that like, I'm fine with, I just, to the extreme of, I just want to redo on life. I'm done with this one. I want to try something else because it's not worth, it's not fixable anymore. My life is not fixable, which it 110% is like, you're never fully done. There's always a way out. It might be difficult. It might be hard, but there is always a way out. Um, to the thought of like having an identity crisis of, is this actually what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this the route that I should be taking? Am I just avoiding the signs? Am I just doing it wrong? Is it possible that I'm just running out of time and it's no longer working and I just need to give up and it's not meant to be. I want you to try these three things first before you actually do. Because a lot of time we just don't have the work-life balance that we need or even just any kind of balance or time off in our day or existence or life at all. So some of these things are newer things that I'm trying for myself, honestly, too. Um, And I wanted to do a podcast on it later on, but I do think it's important now um, because I am actively working through it. And it's just newer parts of um, what I'm doing in creating that balance. Um, So I feel like once you've got your food and fitness figured out, um, you can do this both. If you're trying to figure out your food and fitness and you want to hyper focus on those, um, I do have options in the forms of journals and courses that go along with those journals or the full-fledged beginning program. So food and movement experiment, um, those are two separate journals. So if you are ready to focus on those, I would highly suggest that. Once you've got your food and fitness um, situated, this is where I feel like we can really focus on this stuff too. Um, If you are still working through that though, don't worry. Um, These things can still be very beneficial. Um, as you are figuring out your relationship with food and fitness and like the next steps with that. Um, And as always, if you do want some more help with that, I do have some one-on-one coaching options open. So feel free to reach out to me. But 
the three things that really will help create that balance um, are creating hobbies, allowing rest without stress, and setting goals and why. Um, so the first one of hobbies, and it has to be more than just like working out is my therapy. Working out is something that I really do enjoy, but if it's a big part of your life where you're kind of doing it a little bit more, you're wanting to compete in it, um, it may be a little bit more than just a hobby. Um, if it's especially if it's something that you can easily hyper focus on and really attach um, your value and worth to. Um, I would not necessarily take it as a hobby, but something that you are adding into your life as a healthy and fit person. So there's nothing wrong with that, but I do want you to look outside of those of health and fitness as hobbies. Those are just parts of your day and they can be hobbies when it's something that's just casually done. But if it's something that really you focus on and you need to be really good at and it needs to follow a strict routine and everything like that. Um, it may be something that needs to be looked at and it may not be, you might be totally fine, but I want you to look outside of hobbies and it doesn't need to be anything big. I'm, I'm currently honestly trying to read books again. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks and a lot of my audiobooks are more for education and self-development and um, all that kind of stuff, whether it's business, personal, learning more about the human body. Um, I've got books for days that I listen on there, kind of like podcasts. Um, but when it comes to books, like storybooks, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into it. I still have not fully, but it's something that I'm even opening myself up to before of like, I don't have time to read. I don't like reading. I, I did. I loved reading when I was younger. I would read so many books. And even the fact of like, I get down on myself and yeah, I might have dyslexia. Yeah, I don't read super fast. Yeah, I never met the timeline of things and it never was really enjoyable. Like there's no, you're not going to have a quiz afterwards. You're not in school anymore where you have to read the books on the list. You can choose which books you want and kind of explore that and have fun with it. I just got some coloring books and crossword puzzles and activity books. And yes, they were for children, but I just wanted something. So I initially went to Target, got some colors, um, colored pencils, like the 50 packs. I want to be that cool kid that has like all the colors and not just like the 20 pack because I had the extra like $5 or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. And then a Mandela book. But I realized I don't like that one because it's, there's so many repetitive things and I want to use all the colors correctly. So Mandela might not be my thing, where for other people it is very therapeutic, but then I went to the Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is now the Dollar Twenty Five Tree, um, just so you know, but it's also a fantastic place. Okay, side note, it's great. It has great frozen veggies and fruits, um, so if you want to uh, do more fruits or smoothies or just get in more veggies, honestly, I would go there because it's very good fruit. I've... I would rather go there because I can get like one to two servings out of the little baggie and it's only $1.25 and it's actually very good. So, and I feel like it's a much better deal. Um, and you're getting a little bit more than elsewhere. So, um, and I've used them many times when I was also financially not doing well. Um, you are a king going in there with a $20 bill compared to anywhere else you can get before it was when it was the dollar actual dollar tree, you could walk out with 20 items. Um, 20 pieces of food, and it could last you for a week or two. And um, even outside of if you are in a good financial spot, it still has really great deals and options, and it's just a fun place to be. But I went to the Dollar Tree, and 
um, got some little activity books and coloring books. And I mean, it ranges from like my first coloring book where it's literally a picture of an egg and I colored that to like little crossword puzzle books or like word finds. Um, so I'm just trying out that stuff because I really just need to calm my brain and separate from busy work or constantly thinking and not actually like implementing things. And I think that's what gets us hung up too is we're, we feel like we need, and I've been saying this more recently, but we feel like we need to live up to what everyone else is doing of constantly being busy, of constantly working on things, of constantly having things to do, of the status symbol is having a busy schedule and how little time you have is how good you are doing in life. And it doesn't need to be that way. So it's a way of training your mind out of it. So um, yeah, in the past I have, or as I'm working through this, I have had to stop myself. I've had to stop coloring if I was um, doing too many things at once. Like I'll have a video going while I'm downloading something while I'm trying to color and I don't like the colors and how they're going and that's why I don't think I can do mandalas. Um, but it's finding what's going to actually work for you. But then I went to my boyfriend's and brought a crossword puzzle or no, word find. A word find. I'm not ready for actually like putting in words and making them work. <laughs> not quite yet. Not there yet. Um, but I brought a word like a word search and was doing that while he was finishing up at the gym and um, then while he was changing and I was like getting stuff ready or like getting some of the food ready for dinner. Um, like doing some of that. And that was like the most peace that I felt in a while <laughs> of just allowing myself to exist and enjoying something super simple. And I really want to keep building off of that. So it's finding what works for you. And don't worry about going all out. Like if you're going to do crafts or if you're going to paint or if you're going to crochet or learn to sew or decorate or do little home improvement projects. Like don't worry about making it something big. And don't don't you dare do something that's going to make you money. Don't look at a hobby as something that could be beneficial for you, that could grow and turn into something bigger. Like do it just for you. And I want to, and that's why I'm wanting you to stick with something of like just reading books or just like coloring pictures and anything like that that is just going to be for you. So start with hobbies because it's something that's going to take and force you to take time away from yourself that is not going to grow you as a person in any other way and that's where we tend to hyperfocus. so I want you to take a break with that the other one is rest without any stress or feeling guilty so resting can literally be just whatever's going to turn your brain off for a while whether that is binging some Netflix movies or series whether that's literally taking a nap and not feeling bad about it um whether it's going for a walk, if that's a bit of a rest for you, and not looking at it as fitness or um, catching up on podcasts or catching up on business stuff or anything like that. It's literally just turning on an album that you like and make it intentional like that. Don't make it an intentional like, I'm listening to, I'm doing my morning walk and listening to my business podcast of how I can be better or um, how I can like uh, increase my fitness and get better at for this competition that I really want to do or drop this extra weight or how to learn to cook a little bit better or the benefits of food and how it could possibly help me like don't don't do that literally just take walks as time for you and if you can't do it just without anything 
and you need to have something, like turn on an album, listen to some music that is just going to be just for you. Um, but learning to take naps was honestly a hard thing for me to do because um, it was taking time away from productivity, of from actually doing things. But it, it wasn't. Because if you're forcing something that you're going to get maybe like, honestly, 10 minutes of actual work done because you're so worried and so stressed about it, it's not worth it. So take the nap. Take the nap that's going to take you in 30 minutes and instead of like working for two hours and getting 10 minutes of actual work done. Rest is fine. Rest is good. And when you can learn to just enjoy it without your heart racing a little bit more than just existing, because I remember sitting through a movie and like feeling my heart rate going and my mind running when I couldn't, like looking back at the movie and really realizing I had missed like an entire two scenes and I had no idea what was going on because I was stressing that I wasn't doing anything. Like there's no need at all for that. You can just exist. You don't need to hustle and grind and push through and continuously do things in order to be a good person in this world. Like, take some time off. Take some rest. We weren't designed to constantly be going. This wasn't something that we always did. This is a very new thing. So our bodies are not ready and used to that. And they shouldn't be. It's not something we should be striving for. It's not a goal of perfection. It's not a standard we should be super excited about if it's draining the absolute life out of you. Like, let it just be and enjoy your existence. And rest is a good thing. It can really benefit you moving forward. So, and then the last one is really the most important one of setting goals and your why around them. So it's one thing to set goals, but understanding why you actually want them. So why do you actually want to lose weight? Why do you actually want to be healthy? Why do you actually want to work out all the time? Why do you actually um, want to make this money? Why do you actually want to go to the school? Why do you actually want to go into this career? Why do you actually want to help people? Why do you actually want to build things? Why do you actually want to do X, Y, and Z? Because once you know why, like the actual why of feeling good, of providing for your family, of being able to spend more time with the people that you love, of having the freedom to do the things that you want to do, of realizing like maybe I don't actually care about it that much, but it's just what I feel everyone is telling me I need to do. Then you're able to decide honestly moving forward because it gives you, it just allows you to actually understand what it is that you're doing this for. Because my whole thing is the more you know that... (laughs) The more you know, the more you can't unknow and you can't just unknowingly go about existing through it anymore. Like you can't just exist and continue to work and continue to push and continue to struggle and not understand why you aren't losing weight, why you're bloated, why you're uncomfortable, why you can't sleep, why everything is hard and you just want to give up on existing and relationships and family and this life that you've created when really it's just... You need a nap and you need to color and you need to decide why you're doing all of this. (laughs) And if it doesn't have a good enough reason, then you can decide what you need to do moving forward. If it does have a good reason, but it is going to take some work, then you can decide what that's going to look like. It doesn't mean buckle down and just bite the bullet and do it. It means how can I best make this work? How can I best... um, 
like make sure that I am getting the social life that I need, that I am getting the rest that I need, that I'm getting the alone time, that I am getting the time off, that I am getting um, the exercise, that I'm getting the nutrients, I'm getting all the things that I need, even though it's not in an ideal situation. Yeah, you do want it to be easy. You want it to be enjoyable, but it's not always going to be. And especially the process of figuring it out is going to be hard because it's going to go against everything that you know. Whether it's changing the way that you view food, whether it's changing the way you view fitness, whether it's changing the way that you view work or stress or anything like that. It's actually understanding and understanding why. So that's where setting goals and knowing the why behind it is big. So I want to... Um, level up in my fitness. I do. I've been going consistently for a year now and I'm ready to see like the next level of what I'm capable of. Okay. So what does that look like? Well, I want to just go to the gym and I want to be more consistent with when we do, uh, uh, what's it called? (laughs) Strength cycles. Uh, when we're like actively working on increasing our PRs, I actually want to be like take steps towards that. I actually want to get under some heavy weights because I've set a good baseline again and I'm ready to see what that next level is. Um, And then same with the like actual workouts outside of the strength portion. I want to see what I can do and if that's manipulating some of the weights so I can practice going faster or if it's um, increasing some of the weights so maybe I need to work through a harder um, portion or something that I struggle with, then it's working through that. But on the same level of if it doesn't go to plan that day and I'm not feeling good or something comes up or my therapy happens and I'm not ready for it, like it's just accepting that it's going to be okay. Not every day is going to be perfect, but understanding that I am making steps towards my goal, even on the days when it's not going to plan, even on the days when it is difficult, I still know what I'm doing it for in the back of my head and it's always going to be worth it. If it becomes not worth it, then I readjust. I don't give up. I just like look at it differently. I decide what is it that I don't want to do and why don't I want to do this anymore and what would I rather do? You're never going to just entirely give up. You might change. You might go from working out seven days a week to realizing you want to work out three times a week and take classes. And it's not going to be hours and hours in the gym. It's going to be 45 minutes. And that's fine. And that's totally fine. Or it's an hour-long session, but it's like of quote-unquote actual work for 15. That's fine. That is totally fine. But you need to be open to it. And it always has to come back with why. Why do you want to do it? Well, I don't really care about being a competitive athlete. Okay, what do you actually care about? I actually care about enjoying my workouts and like looking forward to it and going to it. Okay, what would that look like for you? I don't really know. Well, why don't you go out and try a couple of things? Well, I don't really like X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, don't try those things then. Try something else or try them out and see maybe this is something that I actually do want to do, but I just never would have thought of it. I really want to focus on my food and fitness, but I don't want to cook at home. Okay, so you don't want to cook at home, but you want to focus on your food and fitness. What are the other options then? Well, I could order food. I could be more conscious when I go out to eat, or I could do really simple meals that I cook once and can eat three times. Okay, so do you want a meal prep? No, I don't want a meal prep. Okay, so how can we best figure this out? Well, maybe I'll try the meal prepping things and just make it work in my budget. Okay, if that's something that is truly important to you, then you will do that. Where you order the food, you don't have to worry about it, you just have it and it's there. Okay, fantastic. Let's do that. 
I want to excel in my career. I want to change my degrees, but I don't want to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm worried about X, Y, and Z, and I need A, B, and C instead. Okay, let's work through it. Why do you want to do that? Why is that important to you? What are you hoping to get out of it? Okay, cool. Do you know that this is going to come with a big change? Do you know that this is going to be difficult? Whether time-wise, whether mentally, emotionally, physically, just actually working through it, actually going from X major to X major or X career to X career and having a complete identity change of what you were expecting to do to what you're going to do now. Are you ready for that change? It's something that's going to be easier for you, but it's going to be harder for you to process because you had your mindset on this one thing for over a decade. Are you ready for that? Do you actually think you're ready for that? Okay, well, why don't we explore it a little bit? Instead of like diving head first because that's terrifying to you, why don't we dip your toes into it a little bit? Why don't we start volunteering with this or see if you can talk to this person or that person and see what it's actually going to take and see if this is actually something that you want to do and what the day-to-day life is going to be like. Look at all of it. Look at all of it, because the more information that you have, the more you're going to take away from it. This is the same as experimenting, because with an experiment, there's no success or failure. There's just an outcome. And with that outcome, you get to decide what it is you want to do with it. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to toss it? Do you want to try something new? But it puts you back in control. So this is all an experiment, whether it's a life-changing experiment or it's all life-changing experiment. (laughs) All of it is. I was going to say, like, life-changing from like career or major to like food and fitness. They're all life changing, life changing and life healing. And it's all, it's all a good choice. It's a good choice. If it's something that you are actively choosing, that is not going to hurt anybody else. (laughs) Um, like physically hurt them. Like if it's emotional because family members or whatever had higher, had different expectations of you going into a certain area, but you can't, you don't want to, or you can't, Well, then have that conversation with them. Or if it's not something that you are comfortable with, then just know that this is your life. And it's not meant to be a constant hustle. It's not meant to be something that you work night and day 24-7 on. You do have days off. And it is a good thing to have days off. And just because somebody else doesn't have it that way or someone else that is successful does it a different way doesn't mean that that, that you're wrong or bad or not motivated enough in order to do it because they're doing it differently. Because one successful person has a way of doing it doesn't mean that's the only way. There's many ways to do it because there's many people out there. So before you give up, I really want you to look at this because it's not going to be easy, but it is going to be worth it. And the more you do it and the more you practice it, and especially in the hard times, the more it's going to solidify and the more it's going to stay in. So look at hobbies. Look and see what it would possibly be, whether it's games or whether it's just solo things. What do you actually want to do that would be nice to like recharge for yourself? Take rest and don't worry about stress. And for all of this, don't stress about it. It's going to be different than you thinking about and trying to progress and be the best version of you 24-7. But just a reminder, you know this, but rest days time off is good. You do come back stronger. You do come back more on top of it, both physically and mentally and emotionally and all the things. (laughs) But the more you put yourself first and the more you take care of yourself, the more you are going to be able to do good for others because you can't give from an empty cup. And if you do, you're not giving your best self. You're not giving people your best version of you. And I know you don't want to do that. I know you want to give people the absolute best possible. 
So be selfish and take care of yourself. Find hobbies, rest, set your goals or reset them and relook at them and ask yourself why. Have a good why. Not a good why for others, but a good why for you. It may not make sense to others, but it will make sense to you. And again, it will be hard, but it's so worth it because it is going to be a moment by moment change. But you can do it. And you should do it. So, if you're ready to do it, fantastic. I'm excited. I think um, 59 Days to Habit Change would be really good for this. Uh, it's my journal that is kind of like a devotional type thing. It literally only has to take a minute or two. And that's another thing. Um, look at this as something that is very doable and manageable. And it's not something that you have to spend hours of your day in order to do. This could literally be it's a little word search that you do for 10 minutes or for like just the one column of it or the one page of it. And then that's it. Or you're doing it in between time and making it work. But 59 days to habit change, especially with the setting of goals, is going to be very, very beneficial and very exciting and good because it's just helping you look at your goals for 59 days in a row. And if you're interested in that, check out hashtag 59 cutoff days. Um, and then I would suggest, I always suggest with um, when writing out the goals, I always say five and I want one to be about food, one to be about fitness. And then the, and then two of the last three, I want to be about hobbies and rest of trying to add in more hobbies to your day and trying to add in more rest to your day. And again, it can be either sleeping. It can be either just, um, taking time away of like turning off your phone and not looking at it because that's resting and not stressing about anything. And it's not active work of bettering yourself. It's just filling yourself up and not worrying about anything else. So on that note, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Bye-bye.